around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everybody. God bless you, and welcome today to (laughs) Terry Mize Ministries Podcast. We are delighted to minister to you today, and we feel like we're just right on the cutting edge of what the Holy Ghost wants to do through the church, that is, through you. And we are living in the devil's backyard, in case uh, you haven't noticed, and there's a lot to address, and the people of God must be bold Be strong, for the Lord thy God is with you. Darling, we've got some good stuff to share. Terry Mize Ministries has been around 51 years. Surely, (laughs) the Lord has got some wonderful things to share through you today. Well, I would hope so. After 51 years, you know. Yes, uh, yes, uh, yes. It's been a a half century of watching God do wonderful miracles from raising the dead numerous times to opening blind eyes and stopping deaf ears. Cripples walk, tumors fall off. That's right. Uh, devils cast out. Uh, people called into the ministry, and the greatest miracle of all, uh, countless, multiple, countless salvations. That's right. Uh, wow. I mean, only eternity will tell. No, that's right. What we've uh, what we've been able to do because of the power of God, the anointing of God, the call of God. Uh, because of our willingness to go, and because of our wonderful partners that no, have that's helped right. us do. That's right. What we've done for 51 years and are still doing. That's right. That's right. Still doing. We just thank God for our partners. Thank God for people that love us, that are our friends, that believe in what we're doing, that God pricks their heart, talks to them, uh, and has them partner with us. And so we're just uh, together, God and us and our partners have accomplished a lot of stuff for the kingdom. And we've just done a lot of damage (laughs) to hell. And uh, I've I've said for decades that I just wake up every day wanting to do as much damage to the kingdom of hell and as much good for the kingdom of God as I possibly can do. Make headlines in hell, headlines in heaven, headlines in the daily newspapers in both hell and heaven that we're we're up and awake and about the master's business. I heard you preach that 45 years ago, and I know that God uh, has kept that vision strong in your heart. And the fact that you have continued to elevate missions everywhere you have gone, that reaching the lost, um, not just as the church does, (coughs) continuing to teach the taught, but that you have gone out to reach the lost and the the partnership that you've had with the church to send you to go yes, and to give yes, yes. and to and to partner with the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. So I, I was just thinking in Ephesians three there, that prayer that Paul prayed, especially y'all need to read that in the Amplified, is that God's had a plan to bring and his purpose has been to make that plan plain to through the church and that one phrase in Ephesians 3 that through the church through the church church, God would show the many-sided many-faceted wisdom of God and that we would go out into all the world and preach that gospel you know Renee I've always been a church guy that's right I mean church has always been my passion and, and you and I have said so many times that we believe that our opinion is is that the greatest thing God ever came up with the greatest idea God ever sprung on us uh, after salvation, after sending Jesus to win right. souls, to die on the cross, yeah. to make a way for us to be rescued from hell and to go to heaven, that the best idea God ever had was church. That's right. And yet, yet because exactly. it's such a great idea and a right. great powerful tool, 
I mean, hell fights it, and hell fights it, and oh, hell fights it. To and silence even, and the even, church? And even the church fights it. To intimidate the and church? Of course, today the Democrats are fighting it, and the politicians are fighting it. Hollywood's fighting it. Academia's fighting, fighting, fighting it. Academia's fighting it. They're trying to wipe out the church, wipe out the Christian, wipe out the name of Jesus, wipe out the Bible, wipe out the Word of God, wipe out anything to do with Almighty God. And they're trying to propose every kind of stupid belief and doctrine and false gods and demon gods and That's right. uh, but the church is the church triumphant uh, yes, it is. that Hallelujah. needs to be about the master's business i mean there's nothing as strong and as powerful on the planet as the church the church is the only entity that's equipped to fight demon spirits and of course terrorism as i've said many times is a is a spirit it's a demon from hell and terrorists are demon-possessed. It's yes. not normal. It's not uh, a normal thing to strap on a suicide vest and go kill a bunch of people or to take a, take a rifle and go in and kill a bunch of people, just, right. just wholesale murder. Uh, and uh, it, 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 that's not a normal thing. To do that, you've got to be demon-possessed. And, of course, these guys that go in and do these mass shootings, they're, they're just demon-possessed. And, of course, the news media are, are morons, and, and, and Hollywood's morons, and all these people are morons. And so people get up and tell lies and say, oh, my God, they had an assault weapon, or oh, my God, they had an automatic weapon. You know, you know an AR-15 is not an assault weapon, nor is it an automatic weapon. Right. And, and yet that's what the media tells you. Even though when you tell them the truth and give them the facts and say, here's what it really is, they'll just get up and lie on purpose. Say, no. oh, it was an assault <laughs> weapon, and oh, it was an automatic weapon. No, no, no. An AR-15 is nothing but a semi-automatic, not automatic, semi-automatic. An automatic weapon, Ray, is when you, you take your finger and put on the trigger and hold it, and it, it just fires continuously without stopping and empties the whole magazine. Right. You know, when I was in the military, I had an M-16, and, and, and you, could, you could empty a 30-round clip in, in two seconds. You know, just because you put your finger on the trigger and it doesn't stop firing until it's empty. That's right. an automatic weapon. It automatically fires. A semi-automatic weapon, which is what we have and what the what the what's sold in the gun stores, is it means that you have a clip in it, uh, just like you would in an automatic weapon. But you can't just put your finger on the trigger and hold it down and it continue to fire. It fires one shot at a time. It goes bang, 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 just as many times as you pull the trigger. If you got a thirty-round clip, you can pull the trigger thirty times, but it's not automatic, and. Uh, you know, uh, this shooter that just went in here in, in El Paso the other day and the one that went in in Dayton had a humongous uh, uh, round clip that helped just, I forget how many bullets, I think 100 bullets or something, or shells or rounds, whatever ammunition, whatever you want to call them. Uh, and, and thank God they killed him before he was able to pull the trigger that many times. And uh, for all the shells that he had, all the bullets that he had, uh, the, the the he could have killed a lot more people. I mean, a lot more people. Uh, but thank God the police got there and shot him and killed him dead uh, within a minute. I mean, within a minute of when he started. That's so cool and so good. Right. Right. And of course, had there been people there with uh, there in Dayton that were packing carrying or in El Paso they were carrying, uh, somebody could have just shot him quicker than that. But uh, but anyway, it wasn't an automatic weapon. And uh, had it been an automatic weapon, he could have just stood there and held the tr his finger on the trigger and fired all those hundred shells just, just at God. one time. And no, thank no, God no. Uh, he didn't have that and uh, so on and so forth. But, you know, uh, the news media is so crazy and Hollywood's so crazy. And, 
and the the haters are so crazy that they don't care what the truth is. No. And uh, it, it was such a tragedy. Uh, both of those killings, both of those events were such tragedy, and we hurt for the for the families, and we hurt for the people that that uh, were killed, and we hurt for the people that were wounded. And we're praying for them and believing God for them. No, that's right. Uh, and we're praying, again. but but the only way to stop that, you know, the police stop the aftermath. They don't they don't usually get a chance to stop it before it happens. They usually right. sometimes they do. Sometimes right. they get a tip. Thank God, see something, say something. Uh, but they they deal with the aftermath. But the church actually ha- is the entity that can stop it in advance. We can preempt it no, because we're right. praying and we're we're binding demon spirits. And we're binding spirits of hell and binding spirits of of, of murder and assassination and binding spirits uh, that, that are trying to kill people and hurt people. Jesus said the devil comes for no other reason, John 10, 10, but for no other reason than to steal and to kill and to destroy. That is his passion. That is his, well, that's his job. That's right. Jesus said, John 10, 10, the thief comes not except for to steal. His, that's his job. Satan's come to steal, mm-hmm. to kill and to destroy. Right. Well, and Jesus said, but I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. That's right. the church's job to maintain that 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 domain of life. Right. Jesus had a threefold mission, as I've said many times, of love and light and life. And as the church, we need to have love and light and life. And we need to be binding the devil, taking authority over the devil, That's taking right. authority over demon spirits, taking authority over that very spirit from hell called terrorism. And therefore, any terrorist, and therefore, any device the terrorist might have. That's right. And we bind them, rebuke them, render them ineffective, helpless, hopeless, can't work. Just like in the Old Testament when the, when the bad guys, had just man, they'd get scared over nothing. I mean, mm-hmm. God would make a sound, and they'd get scared, and they'd turn on themselves. They'd kill themselves, kill each other, throw that's down right. their weapons and run. And, and, and that's what we need to be praying all the time, that that spirit of hell is bound, that's forbidden right. to operate, cannot work, helpless, hopeless, paralyzed, won't work, that they throw their weapons down, that they turn themselves in, that they tell on each other, turn each other in, kill themselves, whatever it takes, but mm-hmm. to stop this violence, and the church is the only entity that, that has the power to do that. Well, Thank as, God for the church. You, amen. As you were saying, you know, the church was God's best idea. So I was just reminded that the very first thing Jesus did when he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God is he began to set the church in order by assigning the fivefold ministry. Sure. And beginning to, to, to <clears throat> talk about sure. order, that they would teach the church how to do the work of the ministry. But Ephesians But when 3, the church becomes its own worst enemy and says, well, let's just have church on Sunday morning. Well, let's don't have right, church midweek. Right. Well, let's not have church Sunday night. I'll tell you what, let's make our service on Sunday morning just be an hour. <laughs> it, it gives the church, it gives the church people, the church itself, no power. Well, in Ephesians three, as we were talking about earlier, says that that through the church, through the God, church. It, listen to this, Terry, and and that's Ephesians three ten. It says the purpose is that through the church, the complicated, many sided wisdom of God in all its infinite variety and innumerable aspects might now be made known to the angelic rulers and authorities and principalities and powers in the heavenly sphere. And in other words, God is saying, I'm setting the church in authority. We're, and we're I'm warning them. We're right. warriors in the spirit. You know, the Bible says that Jesus made an open show of them. That's right. Made a public display of them. That's right. Talking about the devil and the demons. Right. Defeated them publicly. Right. Thwarted them publicly. Stopped them 
publicly, shut their right. mouths publicly because of the Holy Ghost power he operated in. And that's what the church used to operate in and should right. be operating in today. Well, the concept being is that as soon as he got to heaven, the transfer of authority was given to the church. Spiritual and, authority. And given to us, he said, and now I'm going to tell hell that through the church, <laughs> I'm going to set authority right. in the earth and I'm going to function well, actually, in the earth through before, the church. Well, actually, it was long before that. It started in Genesis one twenty six right. when God said, let us make man in our likeness and our image right. and let them have dominion. And I Jesus mean, he wants us to dominate. <laughs> and then, and, and then G- what Jesus did is added the Holy Spirit to it. And gave and us said, authority to have give you Holy Ghost power. power. Yes. And, and so that's why we have to wake up the church. And, you know, you've been doing missions and you've been doing uh, going into other nations of the world and teaching pastors and ministers, Terry, to go in there and take their authority for their own nation. And yet here at home, sometimes it looks like we've let that slip. No, you know, absolutely. We've absolutely. gotten more involved in building buildings and trying to put people in, the, in their get seats filled. And so God's got to do stuff all the time to encourage people to get the work of God done no, that's very and true. get missions accomplished both in other nations and yet get keep the church strong. No, that's very true. Listen, you know, we don't have a lot of time today on this podcast because we're uh, we're meeting uh, pastors for, for lunch here just very shortly. Uh, we're meeting Pastor Herman and Pastor Carol Halpo. And uh, we're, we're in Maui, by the way. We're in Hawaii. And we're ministering at Faith Family Fellowship, which is a church that we've been preaching at for... I've been preaching that for over 30 years, and uh, the wonderful uh, pastor that started it all those decades ago um, as a Church of God church, it was called Rosa Sharon under Pastor Les Brown, and then uh, uh, Wayne and Robin Hancock uh, after Les, Robin's Wayne's daughter, excuse me, Robin's Les's daughter, and Les just went to heaven here just uh, this last year, Uh, and then Wayne and Robin pastored it for years and years and years. And now they have moved to the mainland. They're actually in Nashville, Tennessee at the moment. Uh, and uh, Pastor Carol and Pastor Herman are pastoring the church. But I've, I've pastored this, I mean, I've preached at this church for over 30 years. And we're doing meetings there this week. And so uh, and tonight actually is the last night. But we're meeting Herman and Carol shortly for lunch. But, you know, I'd I just like to say before we run out of time, y'all go to my Facebook page, the, the page that's Terry L. Myers. Or the page is Terry Mize, either one. I have two personal Facebook pages, uh, Terry L. Mize or Terry Mize. Yesterday, I wrote a long right. article Very good. called It Even Rains in Paradise. Right. And uh, I don't have time today to go through all that, but y'all, y'all go to my Facebook page and read that article, It Even Rains in Paradise, because it's something I've run into all my missionary years where I've been preaching uh, in some uh, uh, city, uh, either overseas or even in America, that's known. That's a beautiful place. That's right. that's even known uh, as a tourist place or known as a as a playground or whatever. I mean, I've preached in Acapulco and Mazatlan and Manzanillo and you know in Paris and <laughs> you know in Hawaii, uh, in Singapore and in places around the world that people flock to as a tourist uh, destination. Uh, and, and people will make fun of that, and they'll say, oh, you're suffering for Jesus, and I don't mind that. I make fun of it, too. I say, oh, well, I'm suffering for Jesus. You know, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, what I do have a problem with is we, the church doesn't see that these places desperately need Jesus. They desperately need help. Like Hawaii is 1% Christian. Christian. Well, that's right. Uh, it's you... a melting pot of other religions, from Hinduism to Buddhism to all kinds of other New Age and crystal liquors and all kind of <laughs> things, you know, that 
but but it's one percent Christian and it desperately needs the gospel. And I know I've tried to put missionaries in Acapulco, or I have put missionaries in Acapulco, and some of them just couldn't make it because the church wouldn't support them. They'd say, "Oh, ha ha ha, you're in Acapulco, suffering for Jesus." I wish I was in Acapulco, and I always say, "I wish you were too." I wish somebody would go preach in these in these gorgeous places that are just gorgeous on what I call hotel row or jet set row because you you go to any of these tourist meccas and paradise places and hotel row is gorgeous and beautiful where the jet setters go and the tourists go and the vacationers go but you get three blocks off of hotel row half a mile off hotel row in any of these cities and they're just another town going to hell that desperately need the gospel and desperately need jesus and yet missionaries can't seem to go uh, and, and pastors even can't seem to go and get something started because people refuse to support them because they, they're in a pretty place. And so I wrote this article called It Even Rains in Paradise. Even in Paradise, there's That's problems. Right. So, so go to my web, I, I, go to my Facebook page, Terry Mize's uh, page or Terry Elmize's page, Terry and Elmize. read that yeah. article, and uh, I think it'll be a real, uh, a real blessing to you. Well, the reason you, you explained a lot of that is because you have had uh, your whole life in, in ministry, a mindset um, that goes to the world. Oh, I mean, you're, you're not just going to certain places. You've, you've enjoyed going to third world nations more sure. than other places. So I'd rather go to an but, undeveloped, primitive, uh, jungle place than I would a, a nice city. But two, where we are now in our generation, you've got to reach an untapped global audience. And that's people that are out there that need to hear the word oh, of God. They're going to hell, Renee. They're going to they're hell. Going to hell. And for for, in order to do that, you've got to be able to go, 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 <laughs> and go to all you know, these when places. I was a, when I was a baby, they tell me they call me Terry Go Lynn. My name's Terry Lynn. They call me Terry Go Lynn because <laughs> oh, I like to go so much. Little did that's I right. know, and they'd say "Go" is my middle name. Little did I know. Well, the heart of what you've done years, has been to go well, sure. and preach the gospel. Well, sure. And so that's been the mindset. Of, of how the church has got to be. And so in order to do that, you we have to work with the church, the church and the goers. Like I always think what you say about going and sending, the partnership there, the sender is unfulfilled if he can't find a goer. Well, that's exactly right. And the right. goer is unfulfilled if they don't have a sender. That's right. The goer and, can't go if nobody sends, and the right. sender can't send if nobody right. goes because they're both unfulfilled and frustrated and, and can't do their job. Well, and when the pastors over here in Hawaii, like you were talking about, um, they have to have a world view, not just a vacation view. No, exactly. They ha- they can't just act like everybody that's going to come into Hawaii or tourists. There are people no. that have been born and live here and stay here and work and have jobs and have generations of sure, children sure. that have been here. And so those pastors have to have keep a world view in front of those Christians. Well, they do, and they have to have a they have to preach a strong gospel because. That's that's right. uh, because there is a vacation uh, laid back right. uh, mentality in so many of those places. Oh, it was like that when Dean but, and I passed here in Hawaii. Hawaii it's so uh, uh, melting pot, as I said, of it false is. gods right. and false religions and and, uh, and and then new age ideas. And um, you know, we drove through a little town the other day, and I showed you a little town here in. Maui, it's just a, always been a hippie town. I mean, right. it, it was a hippie town when hippies were invented. It's still a hippie town today. They came and stayed, and there's just that new age, you know. That's uh, right. well, Hang loose. Yeah, Everybody there's just, no, just no. There's just no, the, the gospel doesn't have a strong 
uh, well, when it's 1% Christian, the gospel right. just doesn't have a strong inroad. No. You know, we were just preaching in Montreal, Canada, uh, up in Quebec, and, and Quebec is 1% Christian. 1%. Yeah. 1%. And that's in Canada. That's the, <laughs> but in a place, it's not really a, a vacation no, spot, really. Really. Uh, Montreal. And I don't, I don't mean to hurt anybody's feelings in Montreal, but it's not really a mecca for running there for, for tourism. And I know some people go there for tourism, Beautiful things, I'm place, sure. Though. So I'll probably yeah. get letters from friends saying, hey, we're a, we're a vacation spot. <laughs> but what I'm talking about is it's 1% uh, gospel, 1% Christian. And so uh, we've got to get the gospel to the world. And the second thing I want to say real quick before we have to go is we mentioned last week on the on the podcast that um, that we've been offered by by a major ministry and dear friends of ours we've been offered to be on on television uh, to reach a humongous audience uh, I mean an unlimited audience uh, and at no charge to us they're not even going to charge us now you know I've been offered to be on on. TBN and all of the deals over the years, you know. Uh, but uh, this one, and I've never done it, but this one is uh, with no charge to us whatsoever. Yet, to start it up and for us to get the cameras and get the set done and get get the stuff done so we can do it, it's going to cost us a startup fee of about twenty-five to $30,000, something like that. And so yesterday, a dear friend of ours from Texas called me and said, hey, I want to give $5,000 towards, uh, towards that startup. So that was the first offering that came in. And I mentioned it last week on the podcast, and I also mentioned it in my newsletter. If you all, you all get my newsletter, then you would have gotten it by now. If you'd like to get my newsletter, then contact us, and we'll be glad to send you the newsletter. Or you can find it electronically on our, uh, on our ministry site, just terrymizeministries.org. Uh, or terrymize.com, either one of those. And, uh, but, but we are needing that twenty-five to $30,000, and someone's just given 5000 thank God. Uh, we appreciate that so very, very much. But once we get that startup fee, uh, then the actual broadcast itself isn't going to cost us anything. All we have to do is give them the, the, the program every, every you know, week, and then they'll have it. And they won't charge us for it, and yet we'll be able to reach a huge audience. So, well, so partners, please, please to do pray quality. with us. Oh, it's got to be quality. We can't just right. do a rinky-dink deal here. We've got to have quality. Uh, God wants phone. us to do everything with excellence. <laughs> everything yeah. with excellence. And so, uh, to get that done, it's going to be that startup fee of about twenty-five to thirty thousand dollars. So, uh, partners, pray with us. Those of you listening to us, pray with us. Believe God with us. I know there's people that that like to do projects. Uh, and so this is a project. And so someone might just say, hey, I'll pay the whole thing. I'll just take care of it. Or several somebodies might say, well, I'll, I'll get, you know, like if six people give $5,000, we'd be done. And someone already gave the first 5000 So there's people out there that, you know, would give a 1000 or two or three or five or, or the whole thing, whatever. So believe God with us on that because that's something that has to be done like right now so we can get the pilot in right. so we can make right. the fall lineup. And fall's almost up on us. The autumn, yeah, right. the autumn months are coming. So anyway, those Time are those are some on. things that uh, that's on my heart and things that we need to be doing and uh, uh, an ability and an avenue and a and a media to reach lots and lots and lots of people with the, right. with with missions. You know, Renee, decades ago, I asked the Lord, I said, Father, I don't want to preach in the United States. I'm a missionary. I just want to preach overseas. And the Lord said something very interesting to me. He said, No, he said, uh, you're going to have to continue to preach in the states. Because I have to have a voice for missions. That's right. He said, you've got to be in the churches. Absolutely. So there's a voice for missions, lest missions be forgotten no, and watered my, my, my. down. And so my part of my assignment is I have to be in the states and churches 
uh, to a degree, even though we're, we're every other month overseas, we're six times a year or more overseas in mission, but we still have to have that time in the States so that I can be a voice for missions and cause the churches to realize, hey, it's not just us four and no more. No, that's we've right. got to reach out beyond ourselves and, and beyond our walls and beyond our nation, and we've got to get the gospel to the world, even in places called paradise. <laughs> well, regardless of where you are in, on the, in geography here on the, on the world map, the fact is, Jesus is coming soon, and he's coming back for a strong church right. and strong right. believers, and we've got to be about the master's business. No, so right. if you've been a little discouraged or you've been a little um, you know, lethargic about some of these things, we want to, as the Apostle Paul said, stir up the gift of God on the inside of you and launch you into a place of, of more and more effectiveness and relevance. And uh, Terry Myers Ministries is here to do that for you no, and true. minister to you. And uh, look us up on terrymize.com and we, we're there to help you, love on you, pray for you, minister to you. All of our resources are there available for you. Our meeting schedule is there on our website. And uh, we're going to have to close and go for today. Yeah. But we if you're in you. Maui, we're preaching tonight at Faith Family Fellowship. Faith Family Fellowship. And then next week, all next week, we're going to be in on the Big on, Island on in the Kona. Kona. And uh, pastors there have got me scheduled in different churches. In fact, I haven't heard the final schedule, but they told me they were going to have us in a different church every night for a week. So, so we're, we're going to be working hard, even though we're in paradise. <laughs> it's not playing, it's working and, and getting the gospel to people. And we're view. happy about it. Yeah. So, uh, But we'd love to see you, love to have you, love to, love to hug your neck. Well, that's right. Well, until next time, we love you dearly, pray for you, and believe God with you. The body of Christ is strong, and we are believing that every one of us together, we are more, more than, than conquerors. conquerors. See you Amen. next time. Bye-bye. You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.